It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome in, um, in honor of uh, the late, great Shag Gaspard, episode number 39 of Jobbing Out. Um, you know, certainly not, not much else to be said that's not been said already. Uh, the man's a hero. Um, God, he was a hell of an entertaining performer. And... Um, it's just unthinkably sad, just an unthinkable tragedy that um, that fell on the pro wrestling community this week. But um, uh, very much uh, incredible, the human being that he was and the sacrifice that he made at the end of his life to protect his son. So uh, big ups to Shag Gaspard. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron. He's Brandon. Uh, no uh, main event again this week. It's ben, what ben, it, ben, yeah, ben. It's what it is. It's just, uh, you know, he's got a job. He's got things he's got to do, and we understand. And actually, that's not true. He's an asshole. We hate him. Um, and he needs to get back on the show immediately and stop caring about, you know, trying to break into the WWE. What the hell is that all about? Who cares about that? Care about the things that matter. Um, before we move forward on this week's show, I want to say, um, instead of listening to this, I would encourage you to go back and listen to last week. If you happen to be the person that tuned in on or the download of the show before we had our conversation with the great Pineapple Pete, fuck, man, you missed something amazing. Um, he was absolutely unbelievable. Uh, I, I, you know, a- Aaron's been in on Pineapple Pete or in on uh, Sugar Dunkerton longer than I have. But um, I get it. Like, I completely get it. And, dude, he moved me, uh, the conversation that we had with him, and openly talking about being this far into his career and, like, legitimately considering quitting in December. In December, he was thinking about quitting. And look at what unfolded in the coming months after, you know, a global pandemic hit. It's an unbelievably powerful conversation. If you happen to miss it, I would encourage you to go back and listen to it. Um, and I would encourage AEW to get more Pineapple Pete moving forward. Like, if we get to this weekend and there's no Pineapple Pete, I will be pretty effing pissed off about that because... There is a mystery person in the ladder match. Oh, there is. That's right. Who do we... Th- it uh, has to be him, right? right? Oh, Hang on. Let's save that. Let's save that. We'll talk about it more in a minute. Okay. Um, okay, okay. I, well, actually, you know what? I guess we can, that's where we're going to start anyway is making an... I, we'll sort of do it more. It's not going to be a true pick segment. By the way, I, I have not found anywhere that will deliver an altoona style pizza which i want to say let me start with this thank christ that's the case <laughs> thank god there you is know, i was i was almost gonna be there this weekend well i mean yeah so i could have brought one back well but. Uh, look when the world is more normal uh you suggested road trip i am fine with that mm-hmm. whenever we're able to do that i am fine with doing Hit a, a curve game, I, well, although the season I don't think that's going to happen. We'd have to wait till next year yeah, for that. I don't think that's yeah. going to happen. I will be fine with finding some reason to drive up to Altoona and just listen to Clutch the entire way up or something <laughs> like that. Um, I'll be good <laughs> with but it. But new, new faith in humanity that we Clutch can't get Clutch is too it. cool. Yeah. It would be more like Godsmack or something. Yeah, sure. All right, fine. We can do that the entire way. 
listen to or the, country or or and then we can hit every sheets in town so you could, can see that there's could, like 15 of them we could alternate stained and Aris, aaron lewis records we could alternate <laughs> between you perfect a stained record you got every genre you need exactly right we could do it that way uh, as we go up to Altoona to get this abom- get the stained of pizza is what it is that we're going to go get. Um, so I promise we'll do that. But no, we're not doing a bet this time around. Um, we're just going to talk about Double or Nothing, which is coming up on Saturday night. So uh, Aaron suggested we do it similar to how we did WrestleMania. I'm good with that. We'll talk about the match, and then we'll give should do, will do. Um, what we would do, what we think they're going to do for that particular match. Everybody on board with that? Sure. Yes. All right. So double or nothing um, from Daly's place in Jacksonville in front of a crowd of of peoples um, Saturday night on AW and BR Live. I still stand by. Look, I, I'm going to watch, but it is really difficult to justify the price on this. And I, I, you know, as exciting as this week was, and it was like the end of the show was dope as hell. I still can't justify a, a price point of $50 for this particular event. That being said, we'll begin with the um, what's being advertised for the pre-show. Private Party and Best Friends is the first match on the card. I go first. Um, I, look, I don't think this is really worth overthinking. Um, I think Best Friends have been on trajectory. Private Party hasn't really been a part of programming, which is a bummer because I think they're really good. And I think it works. I don't know. I've always wondered if like they thought it was – they thought the gimmick – was too close to what was going on with WWE and what was it, I, I don't know like I there's probably somebody that said hearing that and saying what are you racist no I'm saying I think that the gimmicks might have had some similarities when they were first I mean, they, they both drink out of cups right but both teams have commented publicly on that and so, so yes. I've wondered if that was the reason they backed off on private party a little bit I don't know like they introduced private party after like we had already seen Montez and Angelo like for for a while, so I haven't really understood this, but it seems like best friends the direction where they actually have something going. So I think the answer is best friends. I think it should and will best friends. Yeah, pretty much. Like I wish it was in a position where I could say private party here because I love private party. I think they're great. I thought that they were on that trajectory back in October and November. Um, but for whatever reason, they're not at this point, and the best friends are, and don't mess things up. You know, you could very easily have best friends in the title picture next month if you want to. Absolutely. So just, so just do that. Yeah, it has to be best friends. I mean, I don't see a storyline that makes sense right now for private... Like, you could go back and say they beat the Bucks and all that stuff, but... Right now, what's happening on the show is more in line with best friends uh, going for the titles at some point. So I think you got to go that way. Um, next up, a match that we're now, I think we have to be a little bit nervous about after what we saw on Wednesday night. That being <laughs> uh, Dr. Britt Baker and Chris Statlander. Uh, that did not look good for. I don't think it's happening. Yeah, I assume that it's not happening either. By the way, for what it's worth, I, I assume we all would have said that. That Britt Baker needed to win it, right? Yeah. Not necessarily. I I guess it depends. I I kind of thought probably that, but if you wanted to just set up uh, Statlander and Nyla 
you know, right out of the gate here, you could do that as well. Look, I'm all in on Chris Statlander. I love Chris Statlander, but they have treated Britt Baker like she's been the star of the division the entire time and haven't backed it up. Like, I, I thought they were painted into a corner where they had to give her a win like this in order to justify, like, they, look, we all know it's for whatever you like about AEW, and they definitely have bigger problems, uh, uh, cough, cough, Cody Rhodes, cough, cough, um, the the way they've treated the women's division has been a problem. Like it's they have not done well with their women's division. I like the fact that they were building two storylines towards a pay per view, as we discussed a week ago. We don't typically get to see that in the WWE, right? So I like the idea of that. Um, but they the story has been just Britt Baker. <laughs> There's been no other story that's been told in the women's division. They've they've ignored the championship altogether for a while. So I, I think they needed to justify that at some point. I, we'll see how bad um, the knee injury really is. I do agree with you. I, it, it, it looked like the type of thing where there was no way that there's going to be a match this weekend. Um, it's certainly not one that involves Britt Baker anyway. But that being said, uh, you know, I, I, if she's not out for a long time, I assume they still have to keep trying to build that because they have been treating her as though she is a star. Um, so let's move on to the other matches that are actually on the card. Um, we'll go next. Uh, just because we're talking about the women, I guess let's just go to the women's championship match. Nyla Rose defending against Hikaru Shida. And they also need to figure out how to pronounce Hikaru Shida because <laughs> yes. they probably pronounce it six different ways every week to the point where I don't Hikaru, know. Hikaru, Hikaru. I have no fucking clue how it's actually pronounced because they clearly don't have a clue how it's pronounced. Yeah, um, yeah I mean... They've been dancing around whether or not Hikaru, Hikaru, however you want to say it, is a big deal or not. Like, yep. they've had to be the number one contender for a while. They've had it where, you know, Chris Statlander debuted on AEW by beating her, and because she beat her, they treated it as a big deal. But she hasn't really gotten that really huge win. Uh, at the same time, Nyla just seems to be, you know, the cornerstone of the division. If you want to say there is a cornerstone outside of Brett Baker, it's uh, Nyla. It, it's a very weird spot. It's a very weird spot the, for the oh, match. I'll, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. I'll jump back in after it's my turn. Yeah. And uh, quite frankly, I thought they were heading towards Statlander. So when it was Sheeta, it was a surprise. And I think it's a way, in my mind, it, it's Statlander who's eventually taking the belt off of Nyla Rose and so they didn't want to do it right now, and that's why this is a stopgap. That's my mind. But it, is, it does feel a little bit funny. Hasn't Statlander already got a shot, though? On, by the way, we didn't do, we're not doing a really good job with should and will. You gotta, oh, oh yeah. yeah. So, so for me, it's, uh, I think it should be Nyla, will be Nyla. All right. And um, she, I think, didn't Statlander get a shot, but it got interrupted? It was a schmoz finish, I thought. I can't remember what happened. I, I know there was a match, but I can't remember what happened. Uh, other than that she didn't win the title trying to pull it up but (laughs) but go ahead while i'm trying to pull that up i mean i'm having a hard time seeing where this is going if if nyla rose continues to hold the title because now that now everything changes if this is an mcl or acl or whatever with Britt baker but like your hottest female by far is Britt Baker. I mean, she overshadows the champion. It's not close. Nyla did def- did beat Statlander at Revolution, which boy, it does yeah. not it does not does not bode well that none of us remember every- anything about that. Right. So, well, it's because it's. I hate to say it, but I mean the championship's irrelevant because the the best character is not the champion, and they've 
given more, way more TV time to that character, as you said earlier, than they have with the championship of the champion. Now, a lot of that probably has to do with the fact that they probably, I mean, I don't think she was at the tapings where they had that 500 episodes taped. Um, I, I can't remember her being on the show for a while before last week. I, do you? But I don't really remember I, her being on the show much before this all. That's the problem. Like right, I just don't right. remember them giving so, a lot of attention to Nyla Rose after Revolution. So to me, you put the, you know, without what happened last night, you put the title on a face so you can get to the next heel. But um, I have no idea what to think now. I, I do think if Britt Baker was not hurt or isn't hurt, there's a really good chance that you know, you justify Nyla losing by giving it by giving it these stipulations for the no DQ and no count out. So that opens the door for like the smaller competitor to right. be able to win. I'm gonna go ahead and say I think they really should change the, the title here, but I don't think they will. So uh, I think should win Sita. <laughs> Right. Will win, I think Nyla probably keeps By it. By the way, Nyla Rose did not have a match between March 11th and May 6th. And yes, um, what do we? What was it? Was it five episodes? Was it four or five weeks that were all taped at the same time? I want to say it was four. more than they aired. They yeah, air well, it was all. it was like eight taped, but it was four, four that aired, aired, I believe. So that would cover one of those months. Like there was still another month in there. Where right. where she didn't have a match. Now I get it. She's the champion, so she she maybe she appeared on TV without me remembering it. But they also clearly weren't when they started to force the issue of getting other people on TV um, for taped episodes. They weren't doing anything to make sure that Nyla was getting on TV either. And ultimately, by the way, Brandon, that's why I agreed with you. I I think that they should have Hikaru Shida win the title here. I don't think they will. And I it it is interesting to know how that's impacted by what's going on with Britt Baker. Because I do think it would have made more sense for them over the summer but, but to try to build to Britt Baker beating Hikaru Shida at some point. Without Because that, you know what they really want to build to. <laughs> is, Britt Baker and Brandy. Oh, 100%. There's no question about that. Um, all this being said, I, I, I think this is where I'm at with this. Hikaru Shida, there's a lot to like. There really is a lot to like. She's great. She works. She's very good looking. Um, like there's a lot to like there that probably, you know, maybe it shouldn't matter in comparison to other people, but let's just be honest. It does. And I, I think their original vision for how the women's division, and maybe I'm giving them too much credit, right? When I say this, I think that they looked at the women's division in the, in the immediacy and let's said, let's try to make. Um, an over-the-top white meat baby face. And it was the right thought, and it should have worked with Riho, but it it just never really did. I think, she never had the heel to play white meat baby face against. I mean, like, it, like yes, she was, it, you know, it was incredible that somebody so small could defeat Nyla Rose, right? Like, that was amazing, but they did it so quickly that there was no... There was no push. There was no well, they, build. They also tried to make Brit a white meat baby face and didn't work, too. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, I guess that's fair. I, I, I always saw that. Like, when I saw what they were doing at the beginning, I always saw that as they expected her to be the one to eventually beat Ni Nyla, but it just wasn't working. I think that at some point, you almost have to now try to find a cool 
like somebody who we all would look to and say this person is cool, they're likable. I don't, I like a lot about Hikaru Shida. I really do. I think they should pull the trigger here. Now, I probably agree it's unlikely to happen. I'm just it's very clear that they they did not care that much about Nyla Rose. And this is the weird thing where like I love the fact that they have other female storylines. I think that's awesome. But you still have to have your championship be a storyline. Like, you can't just say, well, now we're going to do it. Like, you still have to have the champion matter in the process, too. Right. It's it's the same problem as WWE just reversed. Right. Like, it's the most bizarre. They, I mean, they think that the championship is a storyline unto itself and you don't need to do anything else. And, 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 like, to some extent it can be, right? Like, you can always do a championship match. Every time you get around to a pay-per-view, it will be incredibly relevant. But you still have to have the champion on the show. You still have to show people chasing the champion. They didn't do that either, and I know this is an awkward time. I don't know. I still th- I think they should give it to Sheeta, but I'm with you guys. I think they keep it on Nyla Rose. Um, now, uh, staying uh, – well, I guess that's it for the women's matches. Moving to the men's side of things, I guess let's go here. MJF versus Jungle Boy in just a generic match. Brandon. MJF should win. MJF will win. I mean, if you want me to explain it, I mean, <laughs> I guess I should. I, I this is your next, uh, this is your next main event heel. So you have to keep him. You can't. He can't lose the Jungle Boy. I mean, he better not. He fucking be- and look, I love Jungle Boy. I think Jungle Boy is great. I think he should be a star, but no. Um, like it's, it's unfortunate how things went. I'm, I don't have total faith that they would have definitely done the right thing with MJF had the world not been flipped upside down and he had not gotten hurt and everything that had gone on over these last couple of months. They have to do it. I mean, MJF is a star. He is absolutely everything that you're looking for and probably at this point should be your first non-WWE champion in AEW. So one thousand- let me ask you this: Do you think they burn Lance Archer to benefit MJF? Ooh. What do you mean? Like, does Cody win that title just so MJF can win it? Uh, let's let's. Well, hang on. Wait a second. Let's let Aaron finish his thought on this, and then okay. we'll take that match. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, I was gonna say if you wanted, I was actually th- trying to think of another way reason why MJF wouldn't win, and if you told me that. You know, Jungle Boy won on a fluke roll-up or something, and it started to create a... You know, you brought Luchasaurus and Wardlow uh, more into this, because they did have that stare-down at the end of Dynamite. And, you you know, eventually MJF goes over, but right here you just wanted kind of a fluke Jungle Boy win. I could see it. I do think MJF, and to answer uh, your question, Brandon, I think that's a bad idea. All right, so let's let's go right to that. Let's go right to Cody and Lance Archer. By the way, I'm not saying it's a good idea. For, <laughs> I, I think it's, I, I, I think I'm it would looking be a, at a path uh, that. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang okay. on. We're going to talk about the match. Cody and Lance Archer for the TNT Championship. Um, look, we all know what they should do here. The should is undebatable. There is it is unjustifiable for Cody Rhodes to win this match. What will they do? They will 1,000% have Cody Rhodes win this match. <laughs> I am absolutely convinced of that. And honestly, I wasn't until the Mike Tyson thing came along. Um, but thinking about it more and what that looks like afterwards, the only way this makes sense, right, um, that, that, that Mike Tyson would give Lance Archer the belt is if Lance Archer could then turn around and knock out Mike Tyson, right, like, or attack Mike Tyson. Well, Mike Tyson, we all think, is trying to box again. 
there's no chance that he is signing up to let somebody go over him in AEW. So what Unless is, it's Chris Jericho. I mean, like, m- maybe. I don't... Well, what, I, what if I, I don't think there's a chance that he does anything in this... In, anything physical with anyone who's not a, a so, giant so star. So then what is... What, what, if, what if he knocks out Cody? And turns heel? He's too much of America's sweetheart right now to be playing a heel character. I, I, don't, I, don't, think I, don't, he's, I don't think he's a that. character. I think he's showing up one time. I, I understand what you're saying, but I, I just, I don't know. I think he's trying to be America's sweetheart right now, and, and I don't, I just, that, that to me doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense that, that you have to go, you have to go further with that. Why did Mike Tyson want to punch out Cody Rhodes? I, I'm going to say, <laughs> wait, have you... I mean, like, I'll wait till my time. Like, I, go ahead. I, 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 I sort of hear you. That would make it interesting. That would make it compelling. But you would need to get an answer. You like, you couldn't just leave that alone and say, "Hey, Mike Tyson showed up and and decked Cody Rhodes, and this all makes sense now." Um, and so, in that way, you would have to make him a character if that were the case. I you, think you could do a situation where he's accidentally is bumped into and just decks him. Like, so it's not really a story, but I it's mean, an excuse for Cody. Maybe, maybe. I mean, that's so much worse. I mean, like, <laughs> like, like, oh, I'm so loaded. For oh, this my one. God. That's, so such, a, that's such a worse idea than having fucking Lance Archer beat Cody Rhodes. Like, <laughs> I mean, my God, it would be the, just atrocious. Um, so I'm just convinced. I'm convinced that this is all leading to some happy, smiley moment. Hey, you know, this is our this is your guy. This is your conqueror. This is your hero. And. Here he is. He overcame that sexist pig, and look at uh, a champion of women's rights, Mike Tyson. Oh God! That, oh, that's what, God. It doesn't make sense. Like, what's your scenario with Mike Tyson? Like, he just yes, knocks they, out. No, they celebrate in the ring together. That Mike Tyson doesn't do anything physical at all. That Mike Tyson, in fact, maybe, maybe, as a protector ends up doing something in, to intimidate Jake the Snake Roberts. Jake, I was, I was going right. to say, like, you can't have That's him That's what Lance. I was going to guess. Yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 I don't, I mean, you, you say that, like, the, you say <laughs> that. <laughs> I was going to say, you I, can't do it without, again, going down this road right. where Cody is clearly I, in here. I wouldn't, but I think you can with Jake. I think you under, 100% yes. can with Jake. Now, yeah. it is hilarious that you're portraying Jake the Snake Roberts as being man who hates women and then having Mike Tyson play the role of savior <laughs> and protector. And while, right. while the good news is most people probably will conveniently ignore that part because, again, we've allowed Mike Tyson to become America's sweetheart in recent years. Um, I, you're, this, is ju- this all sets up for, for beautiful celebratory moment that we all think you know, we're – look, they've, they've clearly said we're forcing the shit down your throats, man. This is, this is what we're telling you you want and so we're giving you that thing that we're telling you you want. And that's what I think is happening here is this is just over-the-top face moment um, that, that makes – it infuriates me because I'm living in this world where this doesn't make any sense and we shouldn't like any of this. But they are convinced that's what everybody wants. And, and the, art, the, the, the response they got before the crowds went away was exactly that. This is what we want. Cody, 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 Cody. He's our king. So I think that's what they're doing here. Oh, man. I mean, I guess if I'm trying to look on the bright side of that, that could potentially open up a change in a in a different match. I mean, look, the big thing right now is this gives a chance for a heel to be champion while you have uh, John Moxley at the top. And that's why, you know, we kind of assumed even before the brackets were released, oh, this is to make one of the, the younger heels. Now it ended up being Lance Archer. But if you're telling me Cody wins and that opens it up for Brody to win, okay, I don't believe that's necessarily going to happen. 
but um, I guess that would be the silver lining of it. Um, you're right, the Tyson thing's weird. I just... The, the vision of that is so weird and so bizarre that, I mean, again, if Cody wins with Mike, even if it's peripherally, you have, you know, Tyson decking Jake Roberts or whatever. That's weird that he needs Arn Anderson and Brody and Mike Tyson no, d- to win d- a secondary title. No, no, no. I completely disagree. Whoa, 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 I utterly. He absolutely should need that when you've built the other character to be a murderer. But you can't be a face if you need three people to help you to win a match. Except that the other person has also had someone help and a literal of fucking snake in the process, too. Let's not pretend like you're not just trying to even the score a bit throughout all of this. And again, I don't think it has to be as simple as Mike Tyson is clearly in Cody's corner. I think it could be as simple as Mike Tyson is there and sees something that somebody else is doing that's super shitty and decides to step in and say, whoa, I'm not going to let you do that. There's a big difference between... I'm stacking the deck by getting Mike Tyson on my side and Mike Tyson simply choosing. And again, none of this justifies the way they're treating Cody. Let me make that very clear. But you, it's far different for Mike Tyson to step in and say, dude, if, if, if Jake the Snake Roberts is going to do this and try to attack everybody with snakes, I'll step in and say that's fucked up and try to even things up. Here's the problem. You already have someone named the Enforcer as your Enforcer. Well, so you have a second Enforcer. Okay, but that... <laughs> I mean, there is something to be said. I mean, how many enforcers does Cody need? Because you know Brandy's going to be involved as well. That's the problem with this. And the bald guy will come running down. What's his name? You need you need three people to even the odds. This is what they think you want, Aaron. This is They're telling you you want this. You want this, man. You need this. You need this to be something that exists in your life this weekend. Anyways, uh, Lance uh, should win. And, like, that is such a baffling thing in my mind you think even though it kind very easily could happen i just can't say it will happen because it's so bizarre so i'm gonna say lance will win okay so <clears throat> what should happen is this shouldn't exist of course that's the case <laughs> what will happen is it is gonna exist and it's gonna have cody rhodes arn anderson brandy mike tyson jake the snake and a partridge in a pear tree. This is going to be the biggest clusterfuck on this show. And it doesn't matter who wins. I think it's going to be awful no matter what. I think it's going to be less awful if, if Lance wins. And that's what they should do. I'm not confident in that at all. As, uh, particularly after everything. I mean, what is it that Aaron always says to me? Sometimes the most obvious thought that comes to your head is like what the thing they're going to do. The most obvious thought that came to my head when they even created this was that they did this just to give Cody something because he can't win the other title. And like, what if that's all this ever was, you know? Um, I, I, I think they're going to give it to him, man. And there's so much clusterfuckery involved in this that like, they think by doing that, it's a classic dusty roads thinking. It's like, they think by doing all this crazy shit, it's not going to hurt Lance to get to get to get to lose somehow um i don't know how the hell you have the monster heel win and have all this clusterfuckery involved like it it's kind of like the whole purpose of doing all that stuff is to have the monster heel lose right although in it typically you'd switch that and it would be like a Oh, a baby face. Yeah, in in theory, you're doing it so the baby face loses without get you know without. Right, it'd be like the way for like the genius to beat Hulk Hogan or something. Right. You know, <laughs> like this doesn't make any sense. But because of that, I'm gonna say 
that Cody's probably winning this. And and we, I think every week we were like, oh, maybe he'll lose, and he never does. So um, I will His be Cody glad to be wrong, and I will applaud them if Lance Archer wins the title. But I'm still not confident no, they're going to do I that will, in a way that I isn't will, awful right. either. I was going to say, um, I will not applaud them. Mike Tyson. Exactly right. I will not applaud them. <laughs> If they make it so that Lance Archer looks like a complete bitch in the process of winning the title, so that they can I mean, 100%, make sure. One hundred percent, I believe that's going to happen. So, I mean, it's it's almost worse, right? It's almost it. No, I'm not going to say almost. It is worse. I'd rather him just fucking win than try to justify it. And like, it's it's so man. People rag on Triple H. This is worse. Like, if if he loses because fucking Mike Tyson does something and they have Arn Anderson, you know, do something. That, I don't know. If it's just like this big, all these people are involved and it's kind of a sham win or sorry. A sh- yeah. Sham win f- over Cody. That's so much worse than him just going over in my opinion. Like, cause it's almost like it shows how fucking, I don't even know what the word for it is that they are with Cody. Like, I don't know what the word for that thing is that we all feel but doing that is so much more transparent than Cody just winning the match. Particularly if it's, it's almost better if, it's way better if if the clusterfuckery gives Cody the win. Like in our heads, that doesn't make sense because of the heel face dynamic. But like for the sake of like what's right, it does make sense. <laughs> like if you're, pro- I'd rather them protect Archer than Cody. It's, you know what oh, I mean? No question. No question. The whole thing is such a shit show. Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, with that in mind, let's, let's move on. Oh, because this is the perfect place to go from here. <laughs> I wondered when you were going to bring it up. Me too. Dustin Rhodes versus Sean Spears. The match all of us were asking for. <laughs> Can I just answer? You know what? I know it's not my turn to go first, but I'd like to say this. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Why the fuck is this on the Aaron, show, but the but the tag match is on the pre-show? Aaron, go ahead. Like, doesn't this have pre-show written all over it? It, has, it probably is. It's it probably no just not show. labeled as the pre-show quite yet. Um, you know, the, the sad thing is, again, like, I generally enjoy Dustin Rhodes when he's in the ring. I think this could be a pretty decent match. I just have no idea why it's happening or why should we care and th- why did Dustin retire and why is he accepting it if he retired and uh, there's just a lot of weirdness going on here. I Dustin Rhodes shouldn't win. He'll probably win. There. I mean, Sean Spears should win this match. Uh, if you give two shits about Sean Spears at all, if you're AEW and you think he's worth anything, he should 100% win this match. I'm not, man, I'm really not ragging on Dustin. It's just like he's acknowledged his career is essentially over and he's there for other reasons. So why do we keep, why do we keep doing this with him? I I just don't. I know why. I know why. (laughs) Whose brother is he? I mean, this is it. Like, we don't need to overthink (laughs) this. There's one reason. That's it. It's the only but reason. I do, I, I do think Dustin's winning, <laughs> but Sean yeah, Spears should 100%. I, I, you know, that's the thing. Like, uh, we all know Sean Spears should win. I, too, think Dustin's winning. And in part, like, I, you know, I, I, I shouldn't say that because there's no way that both Cody and Dustin are winning. I just I refuse to believe that, especially because, I, you know, I think we know we all have a similar pick for later in the show. Like, at some point, I have to pick a heel to win. Um, I, 
I don't know, man. I don't. I, I have feel fifty-fifty no... that they'll do the right thing on this one. Yeah, like I probably should. I there is absolutely zero reason why they would have Dustin Rhodes win this match. So even look, Spears should and he will. But it's just what 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 is this? What in the world is this? What am I, I, I looking? I, I, at? I do want to say I do think they've Did done. I miss a, he has Dark. been a lot better. Who Dustin or? Sean Spears, eh, like the ca- the character that they're giving him, is like betting on things, and so I, I actually kind of like that. Uh, it's given him something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, right? Like if you're saying it's better than zero, sure, I'll give you that much. It's better than nothing. Uh, yeah, it, it ain't. I don't know. I don't. I don't think a lot of Sean Spears. It's not. You know, I I think he's fine. I think he's a fine performer. I don't think he's a star in any way. I don't really think that. Um, that he should be used as somebody that's supposed to be a star. And they haven't, right? Like, I think that he's just sort of been a guy that pops up. But a guy that pops up isn't a guy that should be getting a match with Dustin Rhodes. Like, again, Dustin Rhodes should be used to help out somebody that should be a star. Like, why is, um, you know, I, I guess I would make an argument. Um, is Joey Janela dead? He was just on a show, like, two weeks ago. He had a match with, uh, was it? Was it? Um, who did you have a match with? It, it just was, it was Moxley, right? That's right. It was Moxley. Yeah. You're right. right. So why is why are these people getting opportunities, and Joey Janela is the guy being left behind? Because these are the guys getting the opportunity. I mean, you can say a number of reasons. You can say that because he's a rose you could say because these are former right. wwe superstars i mean that and that's okay I, like dustin I, we know the answer to the answer is because he's cody's brother right that whatever i mean it's insane but that's what it is i i don't what do you see in sean spears what do you think sean spears is and it's why there's great danger i mean there is such significant danger to you're just gonna continuously put over anyone who was on wwe and I, I, no offense to Sean Spears, who I think is fine. Like, I think he's a fine performer. But I don't, I have never seen anything to me that says Sean Spears is a superstar. And that's not just because he was used poorly in WWE. It's because I've never seen that. He, he's a fine performer. I think Joey Janela had a chance to be a star in AEW. But they haven't done shit with him. And we keep sitting here waiting for all of these people. Like, we're, we're talking about MJF, and I pray to God they get it right with MJF. But, like, we're sitting here waiting for them to see what it is the rest of us see. In the meantime, fucking Brody Lee is the guy that's getting the chance. And that's no offense to Brody Lee, who we all think is good and we all like. But we know it's unjustifiable that he's in this match. And it's it's but, complete horse. Do you know why, but do you know why, though? The number eight. That's how many WWE guys are in. You know, I'm not saying that none of them should be. I'm not saying that, like, cast everybody aside or pretend like they don't exist or something like that. And I think we all know, like, John Moxley's a superstar no matter where he is. So I, I didn't really have a problem with John Moxley becoming your champion. Like John Moxley is a professional wrestling superstar. There's no debating that he is. You know, a, a beloved. It would be dumb to not have him near the main event, Correct. right? But let's say Brody Lee wins, then you've got three WWE champions, right? Right. Which is the un, problem. That would be unjustifiable, obviously. Um, that would be insane. And I think that the ladder match sets up to be awesome, but it also sort of feels like let's just dump everybody in a ladder match because we don't really know what we're doing with them. Like, that's, that, that is a problem. It's a problem. If that's what it ends up being. Now, if they have a plan for someone and this is kind of their launching off point. Well, and it kind of feels like that with Scorpio, right? Uh, like, we'll and we'll I was trying to Darby, but. We'll get there. Either, either we'll get way. There. We'll get there. 
Um, I don't know, man. I, God, God bless Sean Spears. This match has no place on this card, and Joey Janela has a place on every card. So I was gonna say the the only thing you could say is that if we think that Dustin's winning, then I want Janela nowhere near there. I'm okay with Sean Spears taking a loss. In comparison, and by the way, it's you know it's 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 not just I. I'm using Joey Janela as an example. I think there are others that Jimmy Havoc. Jimmy Havoc is absolutely in this category. What the fuck? What He's a we- professional audience member. I mean, what are we doing? What what is this? What is happening here? Why is Jimmy Havoc sitting on the sidelines waiting for something while we're pushing Sean Spears? Jimmy Havoc is great. Um you know who else did I mean like did, did they release the the butcher and the bunny and the blade? Like I really thought they had something with those. Yeah, guys. where the fuck have they been? I really, I, I'm assuming it's just a travel issue. I hope. I really thought that there was something there. I thought that. that I, might, I agree. I thought yeah. that might maybe lead us into like a trios conversation at some point. Like, well, well there's been, a whole lot the, of trios groups. There's been yeah, a boatload where's of trios. the other Dark Order guys been? Well, I'm. I don't know that. That hasn't. But no, but they won like every match. I hear you, but that has, they just, have like one loss or just, something. It just doesn't do that much for me, so I'm not all that worked up on it. Um. I Plus, know, I mean, it's not like they're getting a tag team title match, so that's a fact. Uh, all right, uh, let's do. Let's just go ahead because we danced around it. Let's do the the ladder match. As of right now, Darby, Colt, Cassidy, Phoenix, Scorpio, Sabian, Kazarian, Luchasaurus, and TBA. Brandon first. Who is TBA? Then uh, should and, and will. So I feel like we always want to say TBA is someone cool and, it, and it's some, like, fucking joke person or, like, nostalgia person. So I, like, we're going to guess, like, all three of us are going to have much better ideas than whatever it ends up being, probably. Um, I'm just going to say it's Pineapple Beat because <laughs> that's, like, on the fringe of both. Like, we want that to happen and it's kind of that thing, kind of thing. Um, so I'm going to say it's, that's who it is. And, and then who's, who's, so you say, Oh, who's going to win? Yeah. Oh, who should and who will? Yeah. I think so there's two things going on here as far as who should win, because there's so many, there's a few people in here that I really like that I think are great. And I'm trying to see if I can see them as world champions, or is it going to be some goofy thing where they can challenge the tnt champion or what like it says future aew world title okay okay so if i'm thinking that way i kind of like the idea of scorpio sky winning it um just because he feels like a heavyweight champion type guy i I just don't know any of these other guys if that feels like a like they're there yet you know i mean luchasaurus is big enough but like He's kind of a gimmick, you know. I, I don't know. I I, I kind of like what the, the story they're telling with him, and I think that's who should win. I think who will win, if it's not a goofy pick, probably whoever we don't know <laughs> is in it. But I don't know who's gonna win this thing, man. I don't. I can't even venture a guess, to be honest. Um, look, you know, I, I I'm sure I'm stealing my thunder from Aaron. I I think Darby Allen is the choice. I think the way that they had sort of tried to tweak his character would suggest man on a mission, hell-bent to accomplish something, and can probably tide you over. You know, let's, like, we're still talking about a stretch. I, I don't, do we have any idea if they're going to try to do, like, um, 
you know, a, a, a something between now and, and Labor Day weekend. Like, they, they've done some other events in the past, but they're... Like, I mean, that, that was before Dynamite, before they established this right. four-pay-per-view schedule. I, right now, nothing, but the, if you tell me there's a free Fight TV thing, maybe. Yeah, I mean, like, I could see them... They, they, you know, Fighter Fest obviously isn't happening, so it's not that. Didn't they do, like, a, like a Fight for the Fallen or something along those lines? But, yeah. But, you know, part of the reason to do that is because it's an event you can sell tickets to and make it seem like a big deal. You can't do that right now. So they need something to get them through from Memorial Day to Labor Day. And I get that that's only three months and some change, but it's still three months and some change. I could see it being very logical for them to put Darby Allen in that spot, right? Like build up to a big match between Memorial Day and Labor Day and then move into whatever it is that you're going to have John Moxley do come Labor Day weekend. I don't like the idea of using it that way, but it, that's the feel that I have for all of this. Who it should be? Well, I think we all know it should absolutely be Orange Cassidy. Let's not yes. fucking kid ourselves. It should be Orange Cassidy that wins this match because Orange Cassidy... Now, does it really make sense for Orange Cassidy to be in a title picture? Of course not. Does it make sense for Orange Cassidy to win a ladder match and 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 do the coolest shit ever in order to make it happen and us figure out how the hell you know it uses teeth or something to get the... I, I, do we even know what they're holding... But they're hanging up in order to. How, who? How do you know? Usually, it's a big usually chip? it's a. I was, oh, that's right. Yeah, it's a big, it's a big chip. chip. So he's got to like pull it down with his teeth or something. Like I'd be <laughs> all on board for that. Um, as far as who? Look, I, I would love for it to be Pineapple Pete, not just because he was a killer guest on this show, but because they did the work that suggests that Pineapple Pete is deserving of an opportunity. Um, that is deserving of. Of more, and whether that's as Pineapple Pete or whether it's letting him be Sugar Dunkerton, he deserves more of a run. He's somebody that they should identify that people were connecting with and were were, were digging, and they should keep going from there. If it's not him, I I don't want to say I don't care, right? Like I do, and they could still use this spot to get one of the people that we just talked about, Jimmy Havoc or, or uh, Joey Janela, onto the card, and it would make a whole lot of sense. It just doesn't really make sense that they wouldn't announce it ahead of time, yeah, right? Yeah, that's not like, a surprise person. Yeah, so you're sort of painting yourself in the corner where you're nervous that the surprise person is going to be Diamond fucking Dallas Page. Like, that's what right, you're Right, that's what I was thinking, or yeah. Virgil or something. Right. Tommy yeah. Dreamer. Exactly right. So, you know... I'll I'll also just say Pineapple Pete for the sake of saying Pineapple Pete. Um, I, my hunch is it's like a Tommy Dreamer or something. You know, it, you have to note that they announced there was going to be a mystery person at the same time that Drew Gulak is gone from WWE supposedly without any sort of non-compete. Got to note that. Okay. Whether or not that's a thing, like it, it's it's worth pointing out. Well, and there's also still a slew of other WWE release guys that. I guess they're not quite at ninety days yet. Yeah, they, they don't. They don't yeah. have the ninety day. Drew right. Gulak would right. be the guy, presumably. Yeah. Okay. Unless, like, I guess we don't know about like the NXT. Like, if it was Chris Hero, I, I, I don't know exactly what his yeah, situation is. A, I think it's different that, boy, from that, the others. That would be dope as shit. By the way, they could have. If it was Chris Hero, they might as well have him win the thing. Oh, if it's Chris Hero, they should have. Like, unless they really like, want to start a. Hero Phoenix feud or something like that, and which I'd be fine with too. But this is where I would alter. I would. I would absolutely alter what I've said about like former WWE people. Chris Hero never got the chance to be that guy. <laughs> like, That's not the same thing. It's yeah, ab- no, it's, not it's, even it's, close. It's completely different. Yeah. If, if you say you guys fuck this up and everybody else on the planet knows Chris Hero is a st- this is not. No offense to Sean Spears or Ty Dillinger, this isn't that guy. 
This is a guy that everyone in, on planet Earth knows is a superstar, knows people were packing in to go see Chris Hero wrestle for years. Everyone knows Chris Hero is a star, and if you want to be the company that says we did the work and we made him the star that nobody else did, thumbs up all around on that. Yeah, I mean, it would be wonderful, but I it's probably going to be a former, you know, Tommy well, Dreamer. Be- best one, case scenario. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, you go ahead. I was going to say, best case scenario, no, it's like ahead. a Dean Malenka. Someone we don't normally see, but who we know is around why, the periphery. Why, why would you want it to be Dean Malenka? Why is that a best case scenario? <laughs> well, best ca- I'm saying best case in the bringing back I, former, I can't better than Tommy Dreamer. I can't believe this. I'm not sure that's even the case. I'm not sure. No, look, I'm sick I like, of Tommy Dreamer. I'm I sick of DDP. And it's I'm always the of, same, like, five. Yeah, I'm, it's, like, I'm sick of the same Don't get me wrong. Dean, Dean Malenko is all well and good, but like, I'm not sure. I'd that much I rather see Dean Malenko than DDP. I guess. There's, I don't there, know. Uh, there's, there's one person that's on the roster that would make a lot of sense that we haven't seen in a while. Uh, Pac. Oh, yeah, what's going on with Pac? Well, he, he had the promo this week. Yeah, I guess. I, be- I think I think they're they're about to get back into the best friends and the death triangle. I think that's what's coming out of this. Okay. You're going to see Phoenix and Orange Cassidy get into it here. You'll see, I don't know what Pentagon's doing either. Maybe Pentagon caught. Maybe that's how you have private party win if you really want to. You have Pentagon do that. What about Russo? He's on presumably the ninety day no compete. Hmm. I'm working under that assumption that if you, they were on the main roster, they have a ninety day. But, no hadn't, but hadn't they tried to renegotiate with him for his contract? Might have actually just run out. Uh, as far as we know, that's not the case. As far as we know, he was let go. The only person whose contract just ran out was Drew Gulak. I also okay. I don't know, there's some weird party that doesn't think Rusev is doing AEW. I, I just and, and that might be it too, but yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not I mean, even like, considering because Lana's I don't think still can. yeah Lana's still on WWE TV. Well, no, somehow. but look, I mean, Adam, I mean Ty Adam, Dillinger's. Well, Adam Cole. Oh, Britt, that's true. Adam that's true. Adam Cole Britt Baker. Like, there's plenty of scenarios like that. Um, I, I I just I think Rusev's a bigger star than that. I, I mean, I mean, this is all due respect to AEW. I don't think that Rusev maybe Rusev you think he's a bigger star than wrestling. Yes, is what you're saying. I, I maybe Rusev cares desperately about pro wrestling, right? Like, and and wants to do that. But I I think he's I think his move is movies. I think his move is you know ha- having the look of a Bond villain, right? Like I've said that before. I just don't. I think that if he has an agent, and I would presume that working on the reality show, he probably has been around agents, they would tell him, dude, if you're not in WWE, it does not make sense for you to be doing this. We, we, you, you have a look that very few other human beings have. Let me go find you work. Now, maybe that's difficult, difficult right now because Hollywood shut down, so the options aren't there, and so he just says, the hell with it, I'll do this for the meantime. I don't know. I, in a weird way, I think this is below Rusev, and I'm not, I don't mean that as a shot at AEW, I mean that, Justin, like, it, 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 when you're in WWE, you can be a pop culture star. We don't have proof of that right now with AEW. That's fair. I mean, I, the, and the other thing is, and, and I don't want to get into a big discussion about it, but I do, I do still think in the back of my head, a couple of these guys might have also got the, hey, we'll probably rehire you when things aren't as bad comment that's possible too that's possible too you know if anyone should have he's if you take that whole list 
and you had to pick one person that they said that to, he's the one. I just don't buy that that they're doing they're they're planning on doing that with any of them. Well, whether they will or not, we'll see. But that this well, wasn't I mean, a, you can hey, say anything get, whether it's true hey, we'll, or not as a whole. Right. Right. Uh, here's here's my point. I don't think they're temporarily laying off anybody. They're not in that sort of dire financial straits. Um, I don't know, man. I I think I kind of disagree with that. I I, I and I'm, again, I don't think they gave anybody a promise. But I absolutely think that there are a couple of guys that there's the possibility they said, look, just don't don't say anything shitty. And it probably and it's not Vince McMahon saying this. It's somebody else in the company says, don't say anything yeah, shitty Canyon for a Seaman while. was like, hey, don't, don't fucking talk shit and we'll probably at, call you back. At some point, we're going to need to do house shows again. And when we do, there's going to be a possibility that we're going to you know, need to call you. And I'm not saying that that meant that they said don't sign with AEW. Um, in fact, the reporting that's been done has suggested that WWE's kind of openly said... We kind of don't care at this point. You want to sign with AEW, sign with AEW. We're, we're good. We don't care. Um, yeah, they were like, we were dumb for paying Zack Ryder like 80% right, or, you know, to, 35% more than he would have made just just because. But I don't doubt. Which is what they're doing with all those guys I don't doubt for a while. Just because we all we kind of know how big companies like that always work. Like, when, frankly, when ESPN fired people, there was a little bit of that going on, which was like, look, you know, just – we're not telling you we're going to rehire you. We're telling you you're smart enough to know to not be shitty about this. Like, don't say anything stupid. Don't do anything that would cause us to never be able to, to hire you again. And if you're Ed Werder years later, you're right back at ESPN. Um, I think that that's not – I just think that, that that's, that's, not, that's not crazy to think that those types of conversations came up. Not saying that's the plan or that they purposely want it. You know, like we know, hey, once we get back to doing house shows, we're definitely bringing back Zack Ryder. It's more like – you know, we could revisit any of these things the same way we fucking revisited MVP. Like, okay, yeah. I mean, if you're talking about, yeah, just don't burn bridges, sure. Yes, I, I was just going off of the, hey, this is a temporary thing. No, I, I don't think that anybody was told, this is temporary, we're definitely bringing you back. I, I don't think they have any clue what they're doing in six months, but I think that they absolutely probably said, hey, be smart about this because you don't know what the world is going to look like in, in six to eight months or two years or whatever the time being is where they, they might find themselves in a need to, to hire people once again. So it, won't, it wouldn't stun me at all if there's a couple of people that say, Lord knows the offers from AEW cannot be all that great at the moment, right? Like what could AEW be possibly offering anyone right now in terms of a, like a legitimate contract? I, I, it wouldn't stun me if somebody said, hey, if your offer is to come make like sporadic appearances, ah. I'm good. It wouldn't surprise me if somebody said that. And, sure, and, if, if that's the situation. And, I don't... And, and Rusev in particular, because what does Rusev have to gain? Right. I mean, I, I believe that if they really want someone like Rusev, they would give him a real offer. I, you know, it, it's not like, yes, they have a budget. This isn't unlimited. But if, if Tony Khan says, you know what, we need Rusev, he can afford to pay Rusev a real contract. Maybe, maybe. I I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'd still be surprised. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, let's finish this up. We have, is that, are, we, are we just, are we finally? Oh, no. Two matches. Two, two matches. Stadium Stampede. The elites who are back, but still have some awkwardness lingering with Adam Hangman Page. 
and Matt Hardy, who's also apparently a part of the elite for some reason, even though Cody is on the pay-per-view and has actually like been part of the whatever. Um, they take on the inner circle in the stadium stampede match. I have no idea who's first. So oh, it was either you or me. I'll just go first. Um, I, I do think that's the interesting thing is what they're doing with Hangman Page. Um, he's cut a couple great promos on being the elite lately. Um, some that have addressed the the you know what's going on, what's happening, you know, do they want me back type thing, and just kind of furthering that, you know, being the black sheep of the elite. And that, to me, is the biggest question going, like, when are they pulling that trigger? We know it's happening at some, or we're pretty sure it's happening at some point. Um, I could absolutely see it here. It would make a nice clean break between the elite, the inner circle, because then you start really the infighting between them. Matt Hardy can go do his own thing, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, the question is simply, do they want Matt Hardy? You know, what's the plan with Matt Hardy? Are they going to want him to lose it all? Do they have him? Big plans going forward. What's the idea there? Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say should and will be the inner circle. Brandon? I think it should be uh, the inner circle. I think you should pull the trigger on this hangman page thing. Um, and, you know, Matt Hardy to me is completely expendable and the one that you can 100% take the pin or however the fuck you win this. I don't. Is it a pinfall? Like, what is this match? We don't know. And Probably. I, I, I actually am okay with not knowing, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's fine. I, 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 I think. Now, whether that means he joins the inner circle, I'm not really so sure if that's the right thing to no, do. No, but no, no, that'd be awful. I, I don't think that, but I do think that that's why they're going to lose. Uh, it, look, the, it's, the situation with Hangman Page is why they're going to yeah, lose. Yeah, I mean, it, it should and will inner circle here. There's no debate. And, like, the easiest way of explaining is sort of what you alluded to. The, the, this group of five people isn't the elite. It's, it's, it's not a group. There's no reason why they should be winning anything. What... What is the purpose here? Like, Matt Hardy has nothing to do with this. There's absolutely no reason why this group of five people should be doing anything together beyond Saturday night, whereas you assume the other five should be. Now, I get that at some point you kind of have to address that too. Like, they all have to have goals. And, um, you know, if, if Chris Jericho is, is – and the way it should be is that Chris Jericho is kind of like a, a cheerleader, if you will, and allows uh, Guevara Hager to be the guy that's pursuing more significant goals. He's the Ric Flair of evolution. Absolutely. Like, you should be moving in that direction. And maybe Jericho and Guevara compete for tag titles or something like that. Why Hager? You know, like whatever they're going to do from there. Um, but but the, you would presume the five of them have, have a purpose beyond this. The other five have no purpose. Um, and not as a five-some, if you will. Um, what A quintet? Is that what a five? Yeah, a quintet. Uh, there's no purpose. So it's it's as simple as that. Now, you add in... The Hangman Page stuff, yes, this is the time to pull it. You've been doing it for so long. I get that you know, you had a hiccup in there in which it kind of went away for a little bit, but you don't need to drag it out any longer. You do it now. You move forward with that. You hopefully come up with a purpose for Hangman Page. But ultimately, yes, this is the time to do it, should and will, with the inner circle. And then I guess, frankly, the one that like, probably you don't need to spend any time on at all is the championship match, and that's Moxley and Brody Lee. Uh, does anyone want to make a case either that Brody should or will win? If you're going to have Cody win, I don't know if I like having both Cody and Moxley at the top of the card. So if you are going to have Cody win, I think you can make an argument for 
Brody to be at least a short-term champion and maybe lose it back to Moxley fairly quickly. I think it's a bad idea for Moxley's reign, um, but if you want to make an argument, there it is. It's a bad argument. <laughs> um, look, I, I hear what you're saying about Moxley and Cody both being faces. The, I mean, the problem is there's just nothing justifiable about Brody Lee waltzing in and and you immediately handing him in your belt when Kenny Omega couldn't win it, when, you know, insert name after name after name that you, you, you didn't have win your championship. You can't do that. You absolutely cannot have Brody Lee win it. Uh, let's tell the truth. Cody's going to be at the top of the card no matter what happens. So even if Cody doesn't win the championship, you're going to have the exact same problem. Uh, the two people at the top of your card are going to be Cody Rhodes and John Moxley. So the fact they both happen to be champions, fine. But it's going to be two faces at the top of your card no matter what because that's what you've done. Uh, it's your job moving forward to do something stronger. You maybe strengthen the inner circle. Um, they 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 re-justify their efforts, whatever it is. But there's I, I can't. There's no world in which you can justify Brody Lee just waltzing in and immediately becoming your champion. I I, I can't do that. He has not looked good enough in the process. Nothing about that works for me, um, even to justify the thing that you're talking about. You know the you know the irony of this whole situation is you've got a guy that was in the Wyatt family coming in and you've got your the same problem that you had when you hot shot the fiend into the title picture and that is how do you do this without destroying him as a as a viable threat right like how does he lose so like if he has his 10 minions or whatever around the ring and moxley still wins somehow that's kind of not okay and then you know i think the more justifiable thing honestly is for him to win because he's got the advantage he's got a crew of people you could do it in a way that moxley i don't think moxley is as hurt by a loss as um as brody lee is as crazy it is that we're doing this match as crazy like we shouldn't be doing the match but now that we are how do you do this? Like you clearly are telling us this guy's a big deal. Well, but, like that's, this- but I think that's two separate things. When I say unjustifiable, you can say that, but it's not justifiable to tell me that he is a big deal. He's not. You haven't done that. You've just put him in a championship match. That's it. No, but like we're there now to where they're, we, we have to accept that he is. But I, I but think I, you, you have I, to. I don't, think, I don't think they've done the work, but they've hot shotted him in. So once you've done that, now you're in a position, okay, well, if he loses, now nobody's going to. Take it's not he's not going to feel big but, but anymore. That, but that doesn't bother it, me because I don't think he needs to be. Like I, I think that ultimately he's still the size of Luke Harper and can show up again, you know, and do whatever you need to do. And I think you can put him back. You know, like he can be the one, you know, because again I'm convinced they're going to have Cody win. He can be the one chasing Cody instead for a little while, something along those lines. I think there's a million ways that you can go about doing this. I don't think Brody Lee needs to be a a contender for your heavyweight championship for for some time um which isn't to say they could never be i just don't think that needs to be happening again anytime soon that it that you you wreck him in the process look the- there's so, there's something very bizarre though about this like why put him in here if you just need moxley to get another big win because there's a several people that you could have done that with right to, to be fair who, like just coming out of you know coming out of those tape programs who who were those people that you I mean, could have you could have done Jericho again. You could have done... But they, they wanted... They clearly wanted Jericho in the inner circle in this whatever, you know, the group thing. Well, right. But I'm saying, like... Or he was going to face... Like, either way, they had set up Jericho and Hardy. 
whether it was in a group or a single setting. Right. But like, so at some point they, they had to have had some alternative idea because they didn't even know that he was coming. Well, right. I, I think that a lot of, us... I think they knew he was coming in January. Yeah, but I think that we all thought that this was going to be MJF. I think we all believe. Right. No, I, I thought MJF. W- I always thought he was the fall. See, I, I didn't think that MJF was going to be immediate. Yeah, that made no sense. That made no sense to me. I definitely thought this was MJF's spot until. But could, couldn't this have just been the Jake Hager thing? Like this could. Yeah, this could have also been Jake too Hager. Fast. Th- this almost feels like that. What happened? Right. They decided to do this, but so they they, they, they dec- did the Jake Hager thing real fast and threw but, him to the side. They decided because they wanted to, to do this. When, I'm trying to figure out exactly when they... I don't feel like when they announced that the Hager thing was going to happen, that we knew how, like... I, I don't. I think when that was announced, we were still in a world in which, like, we thought things were largely normal. Um, no, we were, we were a quarantine world. No, I know when the match happened, we were in quarantine world. They hadn't moved yet to... Oh, you mean when they started having him attack him and stuff? When, when they started saying... Yeah, this when he was... attacked him, he was. it was still... There was people there. You're right. Um, and I think when they announced they were going to do it... Like, I'm trying to figure out the difference between them announcing that they were going to do a match and then announcing that it was going to be an empty arena no, they, match. They, I don't think they announced it until after we were quarantined. I think they just right teased that? it with like him attacking him and so, stuff. So it's, we knew we were heading there in some direction. We just so didn't yeah, know. So yeah. you, could say yeah. it's, you could say it's possible that that's what the plan was, that the plan was that this was going to be Hager's spot, and then they moved it up. I guess that's possible. Um, I, I'm not convinced that this is anything other than we were in a bizarro world and we needed to figure something out. And so this is what we had and we decided to do it. And again, it's unjustifiable and it doesn't work for the main event of a pay-per-view, but you don't, I'm going to say, I unfortunately think there's a very good possibility. They give him the title and I think it's insane. And I don't think they should. I just don't think it hurts Moxley at all. Um, if particularly because the other guy is fucking 15, a member cult. So uh, I'm going to say Moxley should keep it, but I, I'm not. I wouldn't be shocked if if he doesn't. I just think you had built up this Moxley thing, and for it, and again, it's why I didn't have that. I never thought MJF here because that's meant you were going to do a three month Moxley reign after that big, you know, not a huge chase, but that uh, big that, moment and, and that, where you're. Uh, that I dis. I do think they could have had an out in order to come back and have him win it in the fall. Like I, well, that, and, but that, and that, okay. If you wanted to say that MJF was that was the program for the next few months or for you know next few cycles, okay. Yeah, I, mean, I just I, never thought he would win it until the fall or winter. Right. I I think they they could have done it in May, done something, whatever it was that was necessary in order to drag it out a little bit further. Whether that's a third person, you know, Cody comes in and is still pissed at MJF and says, if I can't have the belt, then you can't have the belt either. And, again, none of Cody's actions seem to matter because we're telling you he's a face, so he's a face. That's just what it is. (laughs) Um, Whatever they did, I think they could have dragged that out, that he didn't have him win it. But I think they – that, to me, it seemed – Maybe that's how wishful thinking. But but that scenario, if you're saying MJF is basically being screwed out of the title – that's a problem for MJF. MJF should never be you know, screwed I, out of something. I, I will say this, though. With this match, they kind of, in a cheap way, they kind of have taken the title from Moxley. So he is, like, he can essentially win it back <laughs> at the pay-per-view. I mean... I, I see what you're saying there. I, well, I think, like, Brody Lee has the title, right? 
Yes, he's yes, holding Lee the physically has so, so Moxley's definitely winning, because that's what this is. He's winning the belt back. Uh, I mean, sure, sure. fine. <laughs> fine, I'll <make> that. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, it would be very bizarre for the heel who stole the title to just win it and have it already, no, right? No, I, I don't, again, I don't think, I can't, but I never thought there was a world in which that could happen, so. Right, right. All right, uh, that's double or nothing. Let's talk uh, for a little bit. We don't have to go long this week. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about what happened on WWE programming throughout the course of the week. Um, I, I don't know this this week did not do a lot for me, boys. This was this was a largely forgettable week for me. I mean, the best thing we saw was the Daniel Bryan Drew Gulak match, which was then quickly marred by the release of Drew Gulak. I mean, agreed. <laughs> Completely agreed. I-, I thought it was a week of forgettable. Like, I just thought it was a week of shit that happened. Um, and that's fine, again. And the, the, we're, we're not only in a par- pandemic, we're also in payback last season. <laughs> like, this is, this is well, what since, we get right now. Since it's so shitty and there's not really, not shitty, but since it's so blase or whatever you want to say about it, and it's kind of, there's not really any big pinpoints. Do you just want to kind of like go show by show and just be like, okay, this is like. No, like I just want to, what, what do you think is worth discussing? And we'll discuss it. Yeah. Well, I mean, like for SmackDown, for instance, you've got th- this Otis thing where he's teaming with Braun. Like, what, the, like, what is this? Nothing. I think it's it's getting you through TV for a week. Is it's I, it's the problem with Otis as the briefcase holder. Right. I don't think it's that at all. I think that they've done stuff like this before. I don't. I, I don't have a problem with it. I think it's a we're going to put our briefcase holder on our champion in a match, and we have to address the fact that it's awkward. But yeah. we're hoping that it gets people to pay attention. I I just I it wasn't I, bad. It just wasn't good and i don't read anything into it at all i read nothing into the idea that it's painting something as much as it's why did they pretend like they were doing a championship versus champion match the night after wrestlemania last year right because they were trying to get by for a week like just to do something right just to do it it was pointless there was they pretended to do something it wasn't a thing and it never had any impact on anything ever again like it just existed for 20 minutes and I guess they could argue it got them through a week until they got to their, their whatever they call I don't even know what they called their brand split last year. Um, but, like, that sometimes they just do things to do them. And that's all I got out of SmackDown was, we're just doing this. It'll, it'll feel to people like it's a big match because it's the champion and the briefcase holder. And there's the who knows. Maybe the – but it's, it's just what it was. That's all I thought it was. It was just – and, by the way, I'm not offended by it either. Like – yeah, it wasn't bad. No, it wasn't right. bad. It, and, and, and I'm curious of what a, okay, if Otis does cash this in, what is it going to look like? And kind of the sheepish thing that, that it kind of answered the question a little bit. Um, yeah. Yeah, it did. I mean, sure. Sure. Absolutely. Um, Do you think they're really pushing Dana Brooke? No. <laughs> no more than they're pushing Liv Morgan or any of the yeah. other women who aren't the champions. Yeah, I mean, like. I mean, I, two weeks in a row, she won a match kind of feels i hope i mean <laughs> I, I, I know i mean it's, it's it's weird because like they're just trying to buy time to get to sasha and bailey right I, presumably I, I guess i guess it's, it's just like not no, just nothing seems to really matter right now i mean it's that's, really that's, weird that's the problem i mean look and again this is not um well except for <laughs> what except for what we're gonna get Oh, the, the greatest wrestling match in the history of wrestling? The greatest wrestling match in the history of wrestling, right. 
they're, they're, uh, they're putting out graphics now. You know should. what? This does bring up a good uh, something I meant to talk about last week that we forgot to talk about. That the fact that WWE is saying wrestling a lot. Like, have you noticed that that was a bad word? Are you saying you know, that month you, ago? Do you think that's a direct correlation to AEW? Yes. Yeah, I, I'm okay. da- Daniel Bryan started saying it a lot. Um, now we've got Edge and Randy Orton saying it a lot. Now we've got the announcers saying I mean, it's. It is kind of interesting because that's something they haven't said in a really long time. It's not something I've noticed. Have they been saying it on SmackDown or is it just Raw? No, Daniel Bryan. Oh, well, Daniel so Bryan did. Okay, so yeah. it's both sides. Because I was going to say, I wonder if it's a Heyman thing, but if it's both sides, it's you know something higher. It's it's way because of what the match is. It's way more prominent on Raw. Like on SmackDown, it's not like they're saying that about Braun Strowman or something. You know what I mean? Like it's literally just like. Daniel Bryan's couple of segments uh, having a wrestling match and all this. I mean, and it's it's really, to your point, it's not like he probably just fucking said that. You know what I mean? Like on Raw, it was clearly written into the thing. So so that's a, actually could be a fair point. Like, I, I it doesn't appear, I'd have to watch it again and look for it. It doesn't appear like it's being like purposefully written into SmackDown. Because it's just like Daniel Bryan talking, and from what I understand, they don't produce him very much. So, I think in, now in Raw, it's like in the graphics and stuff. So, that's uh, <laughs> the greatest wrestling match in the history of wrestling matches. Uh, yeah. B- by the way, the most meaningful thing that's happening on all of programming. So, <laughs> you can laugh and yeah. think it's corny, but it's definitely the best thing they've got going at the moment. And that's certainly a problem, but um, it's what it is. We've got uh, Austin Theory playing musical cults. <laughs> I, I do, I do like how Seth Rollins is looking for people who stay on the outside, you know, past their segment. Like that's exactly how he recruited Buddy. It's true. Buddy yeah. was just hanging out there. That's a good point. Yeah, like I, it was I, the I, exact same thing. I do have one small little morsel of issue with this, though. Like what? What? Um. What was their issue with him? <laughs> like, what did he do? I don't know. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't the know. The one I mean, week they were just, remember there's just a random segment on Raw, like last week or the week before, like, oh no, there's this big argument. And you're like, what? Okay. I mean, he hasn't won at all. Has he won a match since being on the show? I mean, we know what it really is, right? Yes. Like, Listen, you're the only non-Latin guy in this group. And I wasn't going to say you. that. How dare you, sir? No, we, we all know. Simply wasn't you winning. <laughs> By the way, it might be nice if at some point they give them a name. <laughs> like it's a little bit awkward when they announce that we're gonna do the what, the what, what was it Kevin Owens show that they're gonna do, and our guest this week, and they like list down the name of like four people. Like at some point, you might want to like clean that up a little bit and say like, here's four, here's four people, yeah, the the, <laughs> the the Vega crew or something. Like just give them Selena's some, Angels, yeah, Selena's Angels. Sure, give them some sort of name. Instead of every time having to go through the, the, all, the list of every name of the people that are in the group. That was a little bit awkward. Um, speaking of which, we did get Kevin Owens back, which is a very good thing. Um, there's no world in which it's a bad thing to have Kevin Owens around. I don't really yeah. know where we're going with that either. And that's been a, that's been a bigger problem because, as we talked about before, Kevin did Owens... Did he team up with someone weird? He teamed up with like Apollo. Apollo, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I, I, thought, I thought they were going with... I like I don't know the the Apollo thing and the Kevin Owens thing. First of all, you know if Seth Rollins is getting a title shot, why isn't Kevin Owens immediately back and saying, "Uh, guys, right?" <laughs> like, hello, 
hello i'm you know I, I, I do want to point out there's something else floating around out there, right? So, <laughs> so, um, Andrade and uh, Angel Garza kicked out Austin Theory and beat him up, right? Out of the group. Okay. So then you also have Humberto Carrillo, who's upset with, uh, upset with Seth Rollins' group, who. Who who did they beat up? Rey Mysterio. Yes. What do all those guys have in common? Well, well. Like I could really see something happening where they put all those guys together because uh-huh. you've got Austin Theory in that group now, right? So it's like, sure. I I mean I I really hope they don't do that, but. You know, they're all kind of there, and there's all they're all kind of around each other. They're all kind of uh, well, they've been around each other for a year now. All of them are just dancing around each other. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I, I mean, I don't know if it's worse if they make the, or if it's better if they make them a face group, but it's still not great. It's definitely I, not great. <laughs> yeah, I, I would not put Umberto in that group now. But he's his cousin. I, I don't know if you've heard. They're, they're all I don't know cousins. if you knew this. Yeah, I don't know if you heard their cousins. Um, uh, I don't even remember where I was going now. I really. Uh, oh, what's going on with Kevin Owens? Yeah, is Kevin Owens. Owens. Here's, here's the thing. Who's going, like, is this Apollo thing a one-time thing? Is Apollo winning the U.S. title? Is this going to be, you know, just Apollo winning and then Kevin Owens moves right in? Because I have no problem with the Kevin Owens-Andrade feud. Even though I think Kevin Owens should be higher on the card, I have no problem in theory with Kevin Owens-Andrade for a while. I mean, yeah, I don't have a problem with it, of course. I, it's definitely not bad, but, I mean, we do have to address, like, you... Are they going to set up, like, the Hogan-Bret Hart thing with him and Apollo, and that's how you get Apollo to turn heel? Like, he gets hurt, so then he tries to help him, and then Kevin Owens ends up winning the title. Then that's how you get Apollo. Because the if big rumor is Apo- that they want Apollo have, to turn heel for some if reason. If you have Apollo doing an injury angle again... Then you're just portraying him as the most frail individual on the well, no, but Couldn't you argue that his knee is still hurt? I mean, it's not like it would be better. If he if he couldn't fight two weeks ago, why can he fight next week? You know what I mean? Like, you could argue he still has a bad knee or whatever. They, they didn't do that in the match at all, did they? I don't remember. I, don't, I, you, I think you're right. I don't think they did. Um, I, let me get back to this. The, what you alluded to with Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins is it speaks to a massive problem, which is that something happens and it doesn't matter that it happened, right? And it's... Talk about this every week. (laughs) And it's sort of... Well, but it's... This is bigger than that. Like, this is bigger than that. It was... These are massive things that are occurring on your card and you're pretending like they're not happening. It's one thing... We had AJ Styles said, who cares about a massive thing that happened at the main event of WrestleMania? I don't know if you know this, but AJ Styles died. Right. In a weird way, I can't believe I'm saying this, I'm less offended by that because we all know of the absurdity of it than I am at the, you're just pretending like the results of matches don't matter, right? And that's the, like, that's the offensive Cody Rhodes thing. That's the, you had him lose his big match and then just moved him on anyway, right? You have Johnny Gargano win the most important match of all time, and then you're making him work his way back up and, and having to bust his ass in order to get back. Like, 
that when when you do this, when you paint something as mattering, it's got to matter. And for Kevin Owens just be showing back up sort of with no purpose and kind of just tossed into something is a big problem. Like, it's a huge, huge problem. we got to acknowledge that it's a huge, huge problem. Now, again, it's a weird world, right? Like, I get that we're living in Bizarro Land and who knows where Kevin Owens was and why he wasn't around in the whole deal. But when he shows back up, it, it can't just be, you know, hey, I'll acknowledge that thing that happened, but now we're going to pretend like it never happened. Like that, you're right. I mean, it's maybe complaining about it is the same thing as complaining about the fact that they don't have any secondary women's uh, uh, program, right? Like this is just the way it's going to be and they're never going to care about results and it's just what it is. But like there's, I mean, we've been talking about this for five years now. I mean, Shane McMahon lost a match to become, you know, owner of the company and then the next day he became owner. So... Again, those things are way more justifiable to me. I, like, it, Literally losing a stipulation and then getting that stipulation well, the next when, day when is you, more justifiable? Anything, anything that involves somebody that's not really a professional wrestler, right? Like, Okay, how, how about AJ Styles losing at WrestleMania and becoming number one contender the next yeah, day if we're talking about yes, that same WrestleMania? That, that absolutely is more offensive to me, right? It's more offensive that when people exist only as full-time performers and they do this... And like in a weird way, the AJ Styles Undertaker, the whole thing we on Undertaker's not really a person. Like none of it's real. Yes, we want to pretend like AJ Styles died, but Undertaker's also dead. Like, <laughs> like the whole thing, you have to throw it out the window. When you have full-time wrestlers wrestling, the results of the matches are supposed to matter in some way. And for for Kevin Owens to do, I mean, like. Is, was there something that else that happened on WrestleMania between two full-time wrestlers that was more important than Kevin Owens beating Seth Rollins? Charlotte and Rhea, you could argue. You could argue. You could argue that, except that Charlotte's not a full-time NXT wrestler. Like, but, but, and that's a champion. Like, I would say if you discount championship no, no, matches, I would, I, and I would disagree with that because one of them, you know, like clearly Goldberg's not a full-time wrestler, and Brock Lesnar's not a full-time wrestler, right? So those two immediately get thrown out the window. Um, but even but but even even if it was like let, let's say like th- they were and it's and it ended it was like the blow off you would you would argue that like that person just moves on to whatever and the person who lost it it it, it, it like what Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins were doing that's should enhance whoever wins it, right it, supposed- here's the thing you now have because you you're also having the same feud with orton and edge where orton is saying well that match doesn't matter you're saying all of these matches on wrestlemania but, but don't again, matter I, I, that's the problem I, mm, that's a different and i'm not and i'm not saying they're doing it in a bad way i'm just saying as an overall you know an overall bubble you have multiple feuds but, and multiple storylines where they're directly telling you what happened at wrestlemania but doesn't somebody matter. wanting revenge is a completely different conversation right that has happened throughout the course of professional wrestling we have except the, except the the storyline is well, we shouldn't count that because it wasn't a wrestling match. But that's, that's what but, Randy but, Orton is arguing. But let's he's be the fair. heel, that so fits, he can that argue that. Randy, that. That does fit with Randy Orton's character. Like, that does. Like, that story does work with Randy Orton, right? Like, Unless it doesn't work. I'm just saying, like... It, I, mainly, but I think that's go, different than what, what Glenn saying is saying. Right. We're not even yeah. acknowledging Mainly this. it's that, again, just all of these things at, that are happening at WrestleMania and continuing, and it's been this way for a long time. WrestleMania is no longer the blow-off, and it no longer... And it's while each each of them are different. But WrestleMania is not the pivot point that 
we want it to be. I, 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 again, I, I, I have a different feeling about it being a, a blow-off, right? Like, I'm okay with... Like, there's logic in Randy Orton wanting to face Edge again. That's very logical. All of that story makes sense, frankly. Um, what's, it's completely illogical for someone who did the thing they were supposed to do, won a status match that was as memorable as anything else that happened on WrestleMania involving actual wrestlers, and then we pretend like it didn't happen. That's so like, much more offensive. Like, I, I think what would be comparable is if, like, Randy Orton came out on Raw and got a title match with Drew McIntyre. Right. And, and look, it, you know, to Aaron's point, Aaron said, well, would you be all that stunned if they did that? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be all that stunned if they had Randy Orton lose and then put him right back in the title match. And that's a problem, too. It's a problem, too. But we have to acknowledge that this is a problem. And we do have to acknowledge that, yes, it happens more frequently than it should, but this one is unique. It's unique in that this should have been a moment that capitalizes. And it goes back, frankly, it goes back to my Drew McIntyre problem, which is that you're supposed to do work and show that things matter and not just now we're going to tell you that this matters. Like, th- th- you, this, this thing shouldn't be Kevin Owens' is back just to be back, like just because he's hanging around. Kevin Owens should be back with a purpose. And it's it's certainly problematic because you have a face champion. It's... It's kind of part of the issue of having a face champion, right? But Kevin Owens well, should be back. It, it's to do extra something. problematic because, to your point, like however many fucking weeks ago on the show, like that was always should that always should have been his spot. So like you've got someone who was like fired up, ready to go. You cool him off. So now you're fired up, and ready to go again, and there's nowhere to go because you've got a face champion, right? Right? Like yeah. So like he's clearly the fucking guy. Like I, I don't even think it's an argument at this point. Like he is. The guy, and yes, I it, think it is. A I think you're going to run into a problem if they keep booking Owens the way they have been, and we have crowds again. He's a hundred percent going to get Drew McIntyre booed. He needs to move. Point. Yes, he's going to have to go to SmackDown or something because I, I do believe that if you, I do believe that right now if we had crowds organically, Owens would probably be the most over person because he already was almost there, or if he wasn't, he was probably there. But if, I'm just going to say for argument's sake, he was almost there. He definitely would be there after WrestleMania. And I'm not so sure how long this Drew McIntyre thing can be sustained as like the crowd loving him and wanting him to win every match. Right, it was a neat story, and then wh- yeah. n- now what? N- now, you know... Which we always said, right? From the beginning, we're like, okay, he'll win, but then what, right? And 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 um, that's fine, you know. It's fine to have champions like that. Like, I, despite one of the host's opinions on this show, I thought the Jinder Mahal thing was cool. I thought it was a nice little period of time, you know, where you you got someone like that to win the title, and they, he had actually a pretty good run. I, yeah, I, I, I have run. to look yeah. it up, but I feel like it was like it was three like, months or something. No, it was, it was like seven. Se- months. Yeah, it was like six months. I was gonna. Say yeah, it was, it was a pretty good run, right? Yes. So. I, there's no problem with doing that, you know, with, if Drew is that guy and then, you know, he can win the Intercontinental title, you know, next year or something. Great. Like, I, I don't think that, I don't think we should worry about him, like, sustaining well, in the main event I don't think forever, there's any world know? in which Drew McIntyre is a star of stars, right? Like, I oh, think unf- no, whatever, no. Whatever, whatever you thought that might have been, you know, 12 years ago, that ship sailed. Now, in order to, to give him the moment anyway and tell the story, look. That, that spot should have been Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens should have been the guy that was built towards WrestleMania. You didn't do it. There were other better options. This is what you did. It's fine. It's fine. That's what you did. As I've said a million times, we like Drew McIntyre. But 
but this, like you're doing, you're telling us this, we're telling you this. That does become a problem at some point, inevitably. And nobody really is interested in Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. Nobody wants that. Um, again, you don't have to sell a pay-per-view, so you don't have to worry about the fact that nobody's interested in it. You're going to do it because it's going to be on. We're going to watch. Like, it's not like we're not going to watch. It'll, it, it'll probably be, honestly, it'll probably be pretty fun if they let it go more than two dis- seconds. I don't disagree with that, right? Like, it, they could tell an interesting little story in that match. And these are two, you know, massive human beings, and it could be really dope. But Have them brawl. Just, right. just have them duke it out. But nobody was sitting here, you know, four months ago saying, God, you know what I need in my life? Fucking Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. Living for that moment. Like, that's not, nobody's asking for it. Again, that doesn't mean it can't be good. It doesn't mean that we're not going to watch it. Like, of course we're going to watch it. Um, Is there there any way they put them over? Not this pay-per-view, but maybe, you know, whatever the one after that is, so that they can get Bobby Lashley Brock? No. You, you've been on that. You've been riding that train. I... Again, I, you're, you're, you're I don't know living in a you, world where Brock is a face in that situation, so no. I, you can turn him face in three seconds, and they have. Yeah, I mean, they did last summer. I mean, like, <laughs> They literally did it. They clearly did. Um, no. I mean, I, am I t- I, no, I'm not saying no, 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 but, like, I don't. I don't let, me, let me ask I you think, this. I think they think Drew Brock, too, is bigger than Brock Lashley. I, I mean, I, I agree with that. I do think that they would feel that sure. way. Yeah. So I, I think if the idea is, oh, let, you know, where, where are we sticking Brock back in? I think the more logical solution is Drew again. Yeah. I mean, I prob- I'm probably inclined to agree with that. I'm probably inclined. Yeah. To agree. Hear, hearing it out loud, I think that makes yeah. more sense. I, for, I don't know, man. I, if, for some reason, I feel like they want that match, though. I know Bobby Lashley wants that match. Well, I mean, in fairness. We've been talking about that yes. since the day Lashley came back. Is right. that This is why he's back. Right. This is what we want to see. This is what everyone wants to see. They haven't pulled the trigger. I, I feel like they think it's just a match that's always going to be there, and they can pull the trigger at some point. Well, so, whatever, whatever they're doing with him right now... They need to do that soon because I I haven't felt I feel like he is more credible now than he ever felt in WWE. I, like, like what one of you two made an argument last week that it's Drew AJ at SummerSlam and Brock and Bobby in a non-title match and like when you first said it I was like what really but then I spent more time thinking about it and I was like you know what that is kind of like a double problem solver, right? Like, yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it does kind of work. Like, you do the I thing. I think Aaron said but now AJ AJ's on. I said the Brock but now AJ's Bobby. on SmackDown, apparently. Well, nobody's on anything, so that doesn't <laughs> yeah, that doesn't mean anything. Um, like when I thought about that more, I said, you know what? That actually that kind of works. It for me. elegantly fits. It's just weird for Brock to not be in the title picture after God knows how long of him but, only being around the title. But also, if you're going to try to bring back Brock as a face in that storyline, then you don't want him to be in the title picture because we don't really want there to be a part-time champion. So, yeah, and if you remember, I know you have to go back a couple of years, but it's it's actually kind of interesting to think about. He's been back, quote unquote, for what, like six or seven years at this point. It's been quite a while. Like in twenty twelve, I want to so say eight was... years. Yeah. So that's a long time. I mean, I know it's in his way, but he's been consistently back for that long. 
there were a significant amount of matches that weren't title matches that he like he fought Triple H, he fought Big Show Earl, early on. Ever since he became Brock, I think his Cena match was yeah, the first that, Cena match was non was no title involved. Yeah, well, that that was his this first match back was against Cena, and for that first year or two, basically once he beat Undertaker, he transitioned to be really only being around. Uh, the title unless except for when he was facing taker for those three matches right and then cm punk was before that right so yeah. but he had but but my point is though there's no reason why they couldn't go back to doing that for a little while um you, like they do with everybody else you right. know it just it just feels money. weird because he's only been in the title picture for five years now yeah, but that doesn't mean he couldn't do one or two matches and be right back in it. And I know Glenn would love that. So yeah, awesome! I, Can't wait! Yay! <laughs> um, I'm trying to I'm trying to go back and find a scenario where he was. So he faced in 18 after he lost to Roman at SummerSlam. He faced uh, Braun and Daniel Bryan at consecutive pay per views in non-title um, scenarios. It was Crown Jewel and Survivor Series. Yeah, even though it was he was the champion, no, but it was not. No, he was not. He remember he lost to Roman at SummerSlam, and then he had. Didn't he get but he got it. He got it back at Crown Jewel because that was yeah. when Roman got cancer. No. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He won the title oh, at Crown Jewel Shit, against Brock. You're right. You're right. He did. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> you're right. You're 100 percent right about that. He did. No, because because that's the only reason the Daniel Bryan match happened because Daniel Bryan beat AJ yeah. for the title, so it was champion versus champion. That's right. So you have to go back. I, I think it, no, might no, it wasn't back. for the title, but he did have the title. Right. I think it, I think that feud with Taker was the last time he was involved in a storyline that didn't involve the, the, the title. The kick everybody in the balls feud. That yeah. one. Yeah. Uh, he had. Oh uh, yeah, I think you might be right. Jesus Christ. Uh, and that was 2015, right? That I'm. Uh, when was the Big Show match? Uh, I'm trying to do work around when he remember when he did all those. So he was he killed Kofi and he was in he was in the Royal Rumble in 17. He came back. He was in the Royal Rumble. And that was okay. So he had okay. So Goldberg, Goldberg was not for the title before WrestleMania. Yeah, the first Goldberg match was no title, and right. that was right. That's Survivor Series was, Survivor right? was that Series. coming out of the Undertaker. That was coming out of the Undertaker feud, so he didn't have the no. title there. He fought Goldberg, no, he came back, was, and then eventually was, won at WrestleMania. Was that, was that, was that was Survivor Series? Of, he faced Randy Orton at SummerSlam. Yeah. He faced, oh, God. Randy Remember Orton, that? He faced Randy Orton at SummerSlam in 16, and then coming out of that, he faced Goldberg. Goldberg, yeah. And that's it. That's how far back you have to go. Is fall of 16. So, three and a half years. That's three and a half years. I mean... But that doesn't mean he can't, and that doesn't mean it's a bad idea. It 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 certainly would clean up, I think, better in this case if that's where you're going with it. But no, I would not be surprised at all if they just say the simplest the, the simplest solution is the solution we're going to choose, which is just Brock Lesnar and Drew McIntyre again at SummerSlam. Yeah, they just they just look at what they did with Seth Rollins last year, do it again, and ruin yep. him too. Yep, and that's exactly what they do. <laughs> uh, well, like I, he looks exactly like Seth Rollins. Why don't we just? <laughs> Real quick before we go, uh, nothing surprising. Uh, NXT ended exactly the way we all assumed it would. Um, wait, 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 wait. Before we go to NXT, what do you... <laughs> I'm trying to do say we think anything's happening face. with Natalia? <laughs> no. Well, uh, that is... I actually do no, think it's, it's a little interesting, but... 
Um, if I believed that they were actually doing anything, it might be, but I don't believe they're actually doing anything. What do you think the Viking Raiders and the Street Profits should do next? Nothing. nothing. Chili cook-off. Yeah, move on. That's what I think they should do. So I actually on. really like the basketball segment, but I really did not like what they did this week. I did not I did not really like the basketball segment. I thought it was passable. Like, I thought it was... Like, I actually laughed. I thought it was yeah, kind of funny. I, I don't know. I groaned, but I was fine with it, right? Like, I was... This was garbage. <laughs> this was not good. This was not good, no. This was not good at all. Play uh, play video games. I don't know. Uh, that's obviously going to happen for the next five weeks Presumably. or something, right? We're just going to get this. Okay, so uh, for sorry. Reasons. Quick, quickly, quickly on NXT, uh, we're going to get... It, it's pretty clear we're getting the triple threat, which is exactly what we thought we were going to get, and I'm... You know, I, I'm fine with that as long as somebody pins Charlotte. This is what we said a week ago, and I stand by it. You got to have somebody pin Charlotte. If you're doing this to avoid Charlotte getting pinned, it's fucking stupid as shit. And, of course, that's exactly what they're going to do. They're definitely... But to be fair, that's what we thought about Ronda, and they let Ronda take the pin. Yes, but Ronda was also leaving the company. <laughs> like, it's a little <laughs> bit different at that point. Charlotte is probably going to be Raw Women's Champion, might be Raw and SmackDown Women's Champion in the next uh, couple of weeks. And so I don't believe for a second they're going to end up doing that. Um, you know. God, it just it just hit me. What what if this is literally Charlotte beats both of them, and this is literally just she's going to become all three champions? That wouldn't stun me. I mean, I'm not. Gonna, wouldn't. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm going to be stunned by it. But I would be okay with that if then they let you? Rhea beat her for the NXT title as the triple champion. Like if they let somebody pin her for all three for each of the three titles. Well, no, just like to give the NXT person the bump of beating the Smack, so they can go around I mean, saying they right. beat the SmackDown and Raw champion. I, I hear you. It's a it's a good idea. I don't think there's a chance in hell that's happening. So I'm not sure what to say. I'm just not sure what to say. I think that uh, I think that Shayna Baszler wins the Raw Women's Championship. Charlotte drops the NXT Championship and goes and beats her for the Raw title, and then we'll see what happens. If yeah, I I don't know. Um, I I still I don't have a feel yet for where we're going with how far they're going to end up um, combining Raw and SmackDown. I do think for the most part, and it's only four times a year, Glenn. I'm only gonna, four, yeah, four. You can only bring someone over four so, times a year, which is just such an incredibly stupid. Aaron pointed this out. On it's Twitter. actually five if there's, you count Survivor Series. There's no reason. There's no. Just acknowledge what you're doing. Just say yeah. periodically we're going to invite some people over, and you don't have to say it's because ratings suck and the networks have forced us to do this. You can just say, you know, at, at the moment we're doing this thing. Deal with it. It's what it is. It's the same thing as the you know. Is she, why is Shayna still an NXT superstar? They made it a thing. Like, right. no one would care except for the fact that Triple H specifically said, no, she's an NXT superstar. Right. So you're doing this four per thing. They're inevitably going to been on be, NXT in two months. You're inevitably going to break the four thing, and it's going to become a thing because you made it a thing. Right. You, you, but, don't, you well, don't have to put yourself in a corner like this. Nobody's, nobody's, well, don't they break it just by AJ Styles winning one match in this tournament? Yeah. I don't know about that necessarily, but yes, presumably, because it's three rounds, so yeah, presumably no, if he next, goes the distance here, next week he's, he's going to break it. But next week they're not going to say he's there because of this invitational. They're going to just say he's there because he's part of the tournament. Like, it's, this is why none of this <laughs> makes any sense. Like, it's all... I hope, I hope they update Survivor Series and say, the fifth time right, all, all year, year. <laughs> you can see. Yeah, as you know, it's the one time. Um, 
uh, whatever, whatever. So I really don't know where they're, how far they're going with this. We will see. I, I, I like to hope that it gets them through payback last season. I hope that they start – if they are waiting for crowds, right, if that's what they're waiting for. Again, I, I do think at some point that we'll start seeing people inside the either, either the performance center or full sale. I, I think they will go one of two ways with that. I think they will either start putting 50% of the building inside the, the performance center or they'll just move it over to full sale. It absolutely makes no sense for them to be traveling to 20, 30, 50% full buildings. Like that monetarily makes no sense on their end. It doesn't really make sense for the buildings to do events like that. Like it, it's. And NXT is in full sale right now. Uh, the, the other shows because they have that they have that screen above the uh, ring. No, so I, that's not in the performance center. When you want to watch NXT, they have that screen that hangs over the ring. So I think that's I think, in. I think that they've dig, either digitally added that or they recently added that to the perform. I don't think that they moved back out of the performance center yet. Well, that'd, looks, be, that'd be weird. It looks a lot different than Raw and Smack. Raw and SmackDown look exactly the same, and they just changed the logos on the screen. If you look at NXT, they have that. It's not digitally added. It's like a. It's like part of the building that's above the ring that they put the the logos on, like a basketball arena has or whatever. They have like that thing that it's different. If you if you watch the show, I think they are taping that in full sale now. I think they because they they taped something else before. Around WrestleMania time in full sale was it the Champa thing or the whatever? But I, I think that might be actually in full sale. I think that the um, I think just NXT. I think the other two shows are in the performance. I, I don't know. It just looks it looks to me like it is. You know what? Because it's slightly there, different. There are, you are not the only person who thinks that. There are other people on Twitter who think that this week's NXT was on full sale. I think last sale. week was too. Because it, 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 if you look, if you watch it, or you find a screenshot or something. There's there's like a structure in there. It's not like a digital thing. It's not something you can like move. That is. Right, you might be right. That, you might be right. Yeah. I mean, you might. I don't be, know. You anyway, might very well be right about so, that. So so they're already kind of set up for. They have two locations that they can shoot from. Um, so you're already kind of set up that well, way. Well, again, the the point um, being, you've got to do it in order to bring people back in. You have to be doing it in a way that like it still financially makes sense, right? And so. Taking well, it right, out. and doing it in those two locations is like, the only thing that makes you're sense. You're there anyway. Like it's your yeah. home base anyway. Now I do think they have to break down all the equipment every week at Full Sail, or at least they were. Maybe because Full Sail yeah. doesn't have any students right now, they're saying the hell you can leave it up for a little while. Um, right. Well, plus they were taping two at a time or something, right? Sure, Isn't that the sure, last report we sure. had that was they so, were doing? Yeah. So why they couldn't do that next week? I guess you know they. Maybe they're still like if, if they're going to keep taping two at a time, they don't want spoilers. So, like that's the reason why they wouldn't still want to have fifty percent of people in there. My point being, I don't think they're going to Boston for a fifty percent full building. No, I don't no, think no, no. they're going. It, to... And you could put AJ and their and his buddies in the crowd. You know, right. do something like that. Or I think you can. I think we're at a point now. You can sell tickets at this point in Florida if you want to sell tickets to a fifty percent full full sale. Because you're going to be there anyway, so it's like it's of no cost to you, additional cost, to have 50% of the people in there. You might be able to make a small amount of money. Go ahead and do that. But they, they can't just keep trying to kick this down the road until whenever they can be in a full building or start touring again. Like, that, that can't, that you gotta, you got to start doing things that matter outside of waiting for that. And that's – I feel like we're going to have this conversation every week until we get to that point. Because it still feels like 
you're you're just trying to bide your time until yeah. you get back to a normal touring schedule and I, I don't know when that's coming. I just don't know when we're getting back to that world where something that, that takes the amount of cost to travel as the WWE does, they can't be traveling to go play third, fourth. They, they can't do this until they can get to full buildings again. And Lord knows when we're talking about that. Or even I, like seventy five percent capacity, I think right. is a little more realistic. Correct. Too. Whatever you want to call. It. I, can, I just yeah. don't. I don't. I, it feels like once we go past fifty percent capacity, we're just going right to one hundred percent capacity. Yeah. Feel, well, other, like, no, I, I don't believe that. I, I, I think, think it depends that, on the arena. I don't think, I think like, you're thinking. You're thinking too logically, Glenn. I think what's going to happen is we're going to get dictated to that it's X capacity. It's going to make no fucking sense at all, and we're going to have to do it. But that, I think that if you're might, thinking logically, of course right. you're right. That if you're going to say 75, percent it should just be 100. Right. percent At 75, percent there's no social distancing. There's no there, there's, way. To there's have no a difference between 15,000 and 20,000 people. Right. There's no way. Right. To separate but I do think that a, the government is going to put a number on a piece of paper, and we will have to adhere to that you, number. You might I, prove to be right about that. That's possible. I. I. Yeah. And look, I've been talking to people. In but the, logically speaking, that makes zero what, sense. In the in all. the in the sports world, the assumption is we're going from 50 percent to 100. Right, like that. They the the sports world people think we're back at fifty percent. Like, frankly, in Florida, I think you can be back at fifty percent now. You're allowed to be. Yeah, now. Yeah, um, they they said you can now. The assumption in, in the sports world is once we get to fifty percent, there's no in between again. Like, whatever the move is after fifty is, we're just going back to full buildings, and that's why they they say it might be a while until we go from fifty to full. But there's there's nothing else from that point. We're gonna get to fifty until we're ready to have life normally again. Is is the assumption that I've gotten, just from and again specifically from sports people, um, and 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 what they're dealing with right now and trying to figure out all these scenarios. Um. All right. We've went. I wanted to go short. We didn't go short. It's my, it's my fault. Uh. Anybody have anything? Wait. They wait. Want? Wait. Re- real. Yeah. Real. Real fast. Uh. Oh, what are God. they doing with the title picture? They're clearly kicking the can down the road, but it has never felt more muddled than it does right now. Adam Cole and uh, Velveteen Dream. What was the point of Dexter Loomis? Well, hold on. Let me ju- let me just read something to you that maybe you haven't seen yet. So they did just announce for next week that instead of doing the Adam Cole celebration, Adam Cole wants to lay out a plan to make, quote, Velveteen Dream disappear forever. And then Regal said, sure, let's talk about it next week. So um. now... There's some kind of negotiation that Adam Cole wants to do something to develop. So that's where we're going. So right? what, what was the point of Dexter Loomis? I think there's a couple ways of looking at this. I think the Dexter Loomis thing could either A, be about um, them needing to figure out how they were going to handle a couple weeks while they investigated the Velveteen Dream stuff a little bit more. Um, I think it could have be been a necessary evil given somebody's taping schedule and where people were going to be like... Again, we, we have to bide our time a little bit or we don't know what we're pointing to. Again, we don't know when they decided to do the takeover either, right? Like two weeks ago, we didn't know there was going to be a takeover. So we don't know when they knew there was going to be a takeover. So it, the Dexter Loomis thing might have just been part of the strategy of continuing to kick the can down the road. Or kick the, see what I'm doing? Um, like it, it might have been nothing more than since we don't know when we can finally do Adam Cole, Velveteen Dream, we can't c- keep sitting here with our thumbs up our butts every week. We got to come up with something that looks and feels different until we finally get there, and that was just part of the strategy strategy in order to help them. We still don't really know where they're at with these Velveteen Dream allegations, right? Like we assume 
because he's on TV that they feel like they vetted everything and they're comfortable with having him there. But nobody's I hope that's the case. Nobody's reported that. <laughs> like you can't help if they if they have him on TV, they better be pretty comfortable with it. I you and I agree. You and I completely agree with that. Is there a possibility that they just decided they weren't going to have him win the title match anyway? And so, you know, like, there's been no more... I think I think that they're convinced that they are on the right side of it and that they're just not going to acknowledge it and he's going to remain in whatever I, place I hope, they had him. Look, I hope they are. I sure as hell hope they are. Um, that's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. Is I, I, mean, they, they they, they, I mean, they haven't reacted... Has there ever been someone that was in a worse position that they reacted the wrong way to? I mean, haven't they usually pulled the guys off TV whenever it was like? Um, I mean, I'm sure I can. We can come up with ways. Yeah, I'm sure we can. Like, I mean, dude, the the snooker thing for one. But I mean, uh, there's there's, on TV. If you're talking about recent memory, you can't punish his daughter because of what he did. He wasn't. Right. Well, I mean, the, the story is Vince McMahon literally paid for it to go away. But, oh, well, I didn't know that part. Yeah. Yes. But, I mean, if, if, if we're talking about recent memory, I'd have to think about it. I feel like well, there yeah, was... I mean, you can't compare something that happened in the 80s right. to right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, fair. I mean, I guess it depends on what level. There's been some weird stuff where they've continued on their trail, but it hasn't Seth been... Rollins thing. They kind of yeah, left but, him alone. But... As to this point, I'd have to think about it. Probably not, but there's definitely they've they've tried to kick the or you know bury stuff. Before. And again, there's that's a, bi- a thing. There's a big difference between look. If, yes. If they give Velveteen Dream the belt, then they better fucking sure. <laughs> yes. If in their minds, hey, look, this thing is not really that loud. We didn't really find anything. We 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 don't feel definitively one way about it or the other. But we weren't giving him the championship anyway. So we could just do the match and move on. I don't think that's impossible is all I'm going to say. I don't think that's impossible. But, yeah, if he's winning, you better have exhausted. Well, I hear your argument about the match that happened a couple of weeks ago. But I don't think if you're still not sure and you're like, let's just keep doing matches over and over. I don't know if that. If they would do that. But, but again, when did they know... All of this ties to when did they know they were having a takeover? And it might have been that when they decided this originally, there was no plan for a takeover so they could start thinking about moving forward with something else for Adam Cole. And then somebody else walked in and said, no, we're going to do a takeover in two weeks. And they said, well, we can't fucking you know, build an entirely new storyline in two weeks. Well, I guess the argument would be you have Dexter Loomis there. I, you could do Cole I Loomis mean, if, if I, you weren't I, sure about Dream. I, I guess you could, but my... Oh, good Lord. <laughs> really? Like, really? If you think Brody Lee in a championship match is unjustifiable... <laughs> like, no offense to Dexter Loomis, who I, I think might be a thing at some point, but th- there's nothing that makes any of this make sense that Dexter Loomis... Actually... Actually, guys, you know what? I can. I think I can answer your question. They've done takeovers in June for the last two years, so they've known about this for sure. I, I you say that? I don't know that. I think they might June first, twenty nineteen. June sixteenth, twenty eighteen. There's a big difference in this they've, is when this is when we wanted to do it versus this is when we knew we were going to be able to do it. But like, they, they always it, it they, had they to have been on the it, calendar, it but they to attached it. it to a pay per view for or did no? Last, I'm pretty sure those two June ones. Last year's was well, the, I think last year's was the first that wasn't. 
Oh, right. Last year's was 25 because that was, you're right. The year before was attached to Money in the Bank. Yeah. Last year's was the first time they did. Money in the Bank in June last year? No, two years. Not last year. Well, for a while. It was in June for about four or five years before they moved it to May last year. Yeah. Two two years ago, they did it in Money in the Bank weekend um, and they attached that. Last year was the first time that they did it standalone. Um, Right. And again, that might have always been the plan for them to do it this way, but they took it off the calendar. Like, this was not something that was always there. They took this off the calendar, and clearly they, they rebranded something, called it in your house. I don't know when they decided they were going to pull the trigger. And it might be that this was always the date. Like, if we went back six months, this was the date they had in mind for when they were going to do this. Or we could find out they had a date two weeks later than that. I don't know. I, we don't know enough of the details about when they decided to pull the trigger to, to know any of this stuff at the moment. Um, Again, I, I hope, for multiple reasons, I hope that the answer is that they've done you know, all of the diligence they can on this, all of the investigation that's possible, and they are very confident that some of how all of this was made up and none of this is true. I hope that's the case. I don't think it's impossible because I've, I've seen it enough that they did some of their diligence and... While they're not confident that nothing happened, they're confident enough that nothing can be proved. And that's enough for them to say, let's just not rock the boat. Let's get through a match right now. That's where I'm leaning, is that they feel like the other guy is never going to pursue it, and they don't want to find out for sure. Ooh. I mean, yeah. with all due respect, that's the Baltimore Ravens and Ray Rice. Like, yep. it's the same strategy. We are we we think we've done enough here. We think so as long as a video doesn't come out with right, uh right like we <laughs> elevator think, footage right then like then then we think we're gonna be okay and that's the comparable that I'm making here like I again I hope they have I hope by the way that Velveteen Dream didn't do any of these things because I friggin love me some Velveteen Dream man and also even if I didn't love him I hope that no human being was doing things like this right like I hope that's the case. But um, I don't think it's impossible that they sort of looked into it and kind of walked away from it saying, we just don't, we think this is going away. We, we, we don't know, but we don't think this is really going anywhere. So let's just sort of get back to business at hand. And I'm not, you know, I'm not here to tell you what the right thing is to do. Again, everybody's innocent until proven guilty, the whole thing, right? Like, I. Well- what do you think about? Um, yeah, we, we what do you up, think? We gotta go. It's two hours. Okay. <laughs> We're two hours. Yeah, I was gonna say, what do you is think? Is this about? really quick? Real yeah. quick. Carrying Cross, Champa. I'm, I'm, I'm cool. all in. Yeah, cool. Where I'm, uh, who isn't in for that? Who is? He puts him over. I think he should. I mean, I, yeah, Cro- Cross should absolutely go. Hundred percent. Yeah. 100%. Just it's interesting. So, I mean, uh, do you think that moves Champa to Raw or SmackDown? Could. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Sure. Maybe. Okay. All right, we'll get to that. We uh, we will get to that. We'll make that pick when we get there. Uh, anybody, anything to plug? No, nah, just Twitter at the Aoster at Brandon Lynch. Let's play. No, I, I will plug Animal Crossing because it is a fantastic game, Very and you good. can waste your whole life on there. Very good. And you can pretend that this life doesn't exist, and <laughs> you mean, can just live on a little island and collect things. I wish that I wish that boredom was my problem right now. That's not true. I don't wish that. I take that back. I don't think I, it's boredom. It's called. Um, uh, what San- do you call it mental, when mental health, like you sanity. go somewhere else? Yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. Escapism. Escapism that's what I'm sure. 
at AJ Francis 410 at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com. For, uh, for Brandon, for Aaron, for the main event. Vent, 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 vent. AJ ben. Francis, I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. R.I.P. Shad.